0: just a very quick note to apologize for the sound quality from my side during the podcast that's because it was recording on my laptop rather than through my proper microphone anyway enjoy
1: hello and welcome to the mhg podcast life could be miserable life could be dark so once again we are here to bring you a little bit of light and a little bit of joy Hi, Bradley. Joined this week by my very special guest. Every week. He's always special. It's Joe. How you doing, Joe?
0: I am a special boy. Yeah, I don't know how much special I bring to the table with, you know, but I do my best. I do my best. I try and make your life a little bit brighter whenever I can.
1: You always do. You always do. Well, these are getting a bit cheesy. We're going to end up hosting like a, a local radio station at drive time soon.
0: I know. Oh, God, yeah. We've, we've got to shake the formula up, mate. we got to do it.
1: Hello. know. Um, anyway, here's Shaking Stevens. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Is that a modern music? I don't know. No,
0: not so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: at least I've got someone who is in music. i got that far. He's so. in
0: music. He's still alive. You're doing pretty well at the moment.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. There you go. And he's not any kids or anything so we're still okay nope. at least i hope not no. um so yeah it's a safe option uh gonna go straight in for it do you know what else could be a safe option stu what's that your favorite video game yeah
0: this is true
1: have you been playing your favorite video game no no i haven't no. i've i've not oh, played dear. my
0: favorite video game for a long time well i must do that
1: what is your favorite video game
0: uh well it's nights in dreams uh, on saturn uh, uh, yes which i also have on the ps2 because i bought they did a uh a version for the ps2 with an art book which is really nice addition so bought that that's about oh, 15 years old or something maybe more than that <laughs> and i got it on pc as well so yeah yeah all over the shop yeah
1: is did you play it with the 3D controller? Yes, it did. Originally. I did. Is it still better with that? Because I tried playing it on, oh, I want to say, I don't know, the Xbox 360? It got released on that, I yeah. want to say. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't feel the same. It felt like it needed the 3D controller. I don't know if it was just like my memory going, well, this isn't the right way to do it. Um, yeah. Or what, but...
0: I at that. It does feel better on the the dedicated controller i don't know what it is i think it might be because of how it doesn't like pivot on a very thin axis which most mm. analog sticks to it's got a much more resistance and a wider field of motion and it does feel like it's been put together specifically for it so yeah yeah dedicated controllers is always the best
1: yeah we need some kind of like uh Reimagining, or even a sequel to *Night's into Dreams*, maybe, 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 I don't know, maybe set in a Wonderland or something. Oh, you're taking the pessimist. Um, well, there was, <laughs> there was, <it> was
0: <laughs> yeah, there was that sequel *Journey of Dreams*, which is terrible, and yeah, the
1: *Ballad Wonderland*, the Balan which no ones. one talks about.
0: I, I will buy that eventually when it's like two ninety-nine or something, just so I can say I've had a go, but. Usually Naka turning out to be a bit of a dodgy type as, as solid things even further for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, you try to <laughs> ignore it and just enjoy the games and you're just like, oh, it's not fair. No. Um, but
0: yeah. what have you been playing? That's what I'm intrigued about. Oh, yeah, about. sorry. that's no, no, all modern,
1: right. Modern video games. Uh, so, first of all, I've been playing a game that's an homage, shall we say, to the old 90s 2D cinematic platformer. Um, Or, as its shortened title is, an homage to flashback. Um, Let's say that. Um, Yeah, I've been playing Full Void, um, which came out earlier this month. and Yeah, basically, it's a 2D pixel art puzzle platformer. that's got all like the cinematic stuff that you'd like animations that you'd expect from like flashback and games of their ilk and stuff like that. Um, It even does some of the, um, the hand drawn animations of a hand doing something that you get in flashback. So, you know, it goes completely homage, Uh, but it's a short experience, couple of hours long. I think maybe three, three and a half hours um, from start to finish. Nothing over the top, nothing exceptional. Just looks really nice. Looks really nice. It's a nice one evening experience that I just, yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. New um, players like this, this teenage person. Um, I'm not quite sure sort of like what their background is as a whole. But it's like just are just alone in this world. And there's this, there's this um, rogue AI um that's trying to from what i can understand is trying to um, oppress the humankind and you kind of end up just trying to survive that by going places like um and platforming and, and things like that learning like using your skills and so on um The story, I was, yeah, it's just one of those, like, it's got environmental storytelling to it, and it was like, yeah, it's fine. But I just enjoyed the traversing the world and moving through the world. And, yeah, it's minimalistic in all the right places. It's got, like, hacking games in it that are varied. Um, So it it doesn't do hacking and go, oh, it's the same hacking thing for every single thing. It varies them up a little bit, which is really cool. I like that. Uh, and yeah, I just, it's really cool. Um, just enjoyable flashback like. Uh, more of these, please. I quite like it. And it was only like, say, two and a half, three hour, three and a half hours long. Yeah, nice. That's, um, you yeah, know, very similar to
0: Lunark that I played as well, which got <gasps> released about two, two, three months ago as well.
1: Uh, Thank you. Couldn't remember what it was called.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very similar by the sounds of it. Um, but excellent as well and that was a really good one i really enjoyed lunark i think it's going to be yeah it's going to be up there in my top 10 of the year i reckon because it's just it does everything right it doesn't do anything wrong i mean there are areas it could push things a bit harder and a bit further but as it stands it's still an absolutely cracking blast and like, look at this one as well
1: yeah and i really like it you can tell this is all hand animated uh, it feels hand animated, so it's not just one of those things it looks like they've just put on the on the list of features or anything like that. Mm. The movement feels like it's a hand-drawn thing, like you had with Flashback back in the day. Um, and it's like there is some trial and error parts to the platforming and stuff like that. Uh, but it's got good checkpointing, which is always good. Uh, and It's not overly difficult, there's a couple of challenging parts, but for something I say that's just a couple of hours long, yeah, it just hits that nice sweet spot. Uh, um, stick it on Saturday evening, finish it Saturday night, move on. Uh, but though no, you've played something that's quite interesting,
0: yeah, yeah, sounds good. Uh, there's um, for Lunark as well, if you go onto the, the Steam page, you know, the uh, you know, the page for the, where you buy it, um, there's video of the developer doing. Uh, the rotoscoping you know doing the animation like yes as well so yeah taking it very seriously yeah that's good stuff
1: yeah rotoscoping i'm a big i like rotoscoping Uh, i i think that's i'd love to see that in a um i don't want to say like a triple a game or anything like that but i think i'd love to see it in a a bigger game not sometimes like bigger developers but just something a bit more involved like a rotoscoped I know you don't like a Souls-like, but maybe a 2D Souls-like or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think mixing it up is always a good idea, because it's like, you know, what is it, Cruise for a Corpse uses it, doesn't it? And uh, yes. that looked amazing for the time as well. Still does look pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'd like to see it. It's a good aesthetic choice. It's very, um, you know, it's very intensive, isn't it? It's very, you have to put a lot of time and money and effort into doing it, even, even today. Yeah. But
1: yeah. yeah, that that's the thing. It's, it's Yeah, mm-hmm. that time and effort that's needed can be a big put-off for people, I think. for Yeah, you've got to really, really want to do it, and it's probably why the games tend to be fairly short as well.
0: Definitely, yeah.
1: Uh, but what have you been playing? Have you been avoiding? No, I don't know. Full voiding the... I don't know. Tell me what you've been playing, Stu. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah let's just cut to jay um yeah they i have been playing uh cotton rock and roll which uh you know in in the standard terminology of these things doesn't make any sense but if you know of it the cotton series is a series of uh horizontal shooters it's been around for donkey's years i'm not sure exactly what it first landed on but there were mega drive games so it's go- going back a fair while now and they, you know, pretty venerable. Managed to last a long time. It's kind of strange because they've never really stopped. They've always been ticking along, and they've made a few little bits of innovations. It's just it is surprising that it's one of the last men standing, mm. as it were. Even though lots of other stuff's fallen by the wayside or hasn't got you know got quite bumped forward or or had new sequels made or anything. It's a bit weird that, but. They got some really nice, really nice entries. The quality is really variable on them as well, but this one's a really good one. And what it does is a bit different. I mean, it looks, I don't want to say it looks like trash, but (laughs) it doesn't look particularly amazing. So it looks passable, you know. Um, Some of the design is okay, but I mean, it's not
1: very chibi. I can see a lot of chibi girls. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very chibi, (laughs) but not hand drawn. Well, I mean, they're hand but you know what I mean. It's not got a kind yeah. of pixel aesthetic. It looks old-fashioned without looking retro. Um, it lacks a bit of detail, but some of the designs are really good. So, yeah, the implementation is obviously done a little bit on the cheap, but in terms of the mechanics, it's really good. And what it does differently is you get to choose from a lot of different characters and to even further kind of hammer home that they're nicking stuff from Parodius, which is absolutely fine because nobody nicks from Parodius anymore. Um they've they the game plays very, very differently depending on which character you pick. And there's like a character from Sivaria, so you've got the buzz mechanic if you pick them. Uh there's one there's you can pick Umahara Koasi. Well what's she called she's called Koasi, isn't she? Um from Umahara Koasi. Uh which we were talking about the other week. Yes, yes, sure. Yeah. We were talking about that one the other week. So you pick that character. And yeah, they all do different things. And the way that it plays is very different depending on them. And the mechanics are spot on. They're really tight. And so far, it's a, it's a really, really good. It's really solid. As I say, it's unpretty. But yeah, that doesn't matter so much. And yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting looking one. Um, I, I I generally suck at these games. Um, what, what, what how accessible is it in terms of like as a horizontal shooter is it gonna kick my ass in the first level or does it sort of like ease you into it uh
0: i would say there are there are almost no accessible <laughs> horizontal shooters um no. they're all kind of pretty brutal as this as things go this doesn't the normal mode is not too bad from what i've played so far um you're always going to have a bit of a challenge and it's always going to be a bit vertical. Like the first mission is not hard at all. And then the mm-hmm. second one, you can choose your route. So you can choose you know, from about four or five different other routes to start on. And each one of them is very hard. <laughs> you know, good for me anyway. Um, so uh, I'd say uh, as, as these things go, it's fairly accessible. But horizontal shooters, I'm not. Not that accessible anyway.
1: No. <laughs> I, I, I struggle. I do not have the reaction time anymore for those sorts of games. Yeah, uh, and I sit there and just go, oh, oh how did that one lone enemy get through all these bullets and just manage to hit me? Of course, it's going to hit me. I suck at these games, and they make me feel miserable." <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I know that does happen. And- I would say, yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of middling. And that's the fun, isn't it? it that's half the it fun. It is half the fun, <laughs> it is. Especially when it clicks and you realise that, oh, it's not as hard as I thought, it's that I'm freaking out and therefore making mistakes. And if you learn the levels, you can you know get a lot better at it. I'd say that if you're after one of those, there's there's two that I've played recently that are probably better for, for beginners. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I'd say there were two... I've played recently that uh, are better for beginners. Ones that Natsuki Chronicles, um, if you remember that one, which is uh, yeah, that's very attractive. Again, it's not really sort of pushing anything really hard, but it, it's it's attractive. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a good one to get to get in on. And another one is, and let me just find the name of it because it's gone out of my head. And the other one is Drainus. which actually came out either the end of last year or the beginning of this. It's very recent. And that's got a much smoother learning curve as well. So, And it's also a very good game. So Drainus or Natsuki Chronicles, I'd say, if you want a comparatively recent Horizon or Shooter, and Cotton, if you want to stretch yourself a little bit for the other.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're not for me. I'm not going to lie. I've tried. I keep trying. Um, yeah. I, I've got to a bit defeat with those games one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, because they were such a big part of what you would get in the arcades in the UK growing up, you can't, I still, like, love them, even though I suck at them. And yeah. I don't, like, I don't actually enjoy them, but I still really like them. It's so weird. It's like the Beatles. No one, you know, the Beatles are fine. Everyone, like, the, the music probably has been better, but it's, like, ingrained into you that you must, like, find, yeah, they're great because it's the Beatles or something like that. I think it's the same with horizontal shooters for, a, like, generation of people who grew up in the 80s.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It annoys me. Because <laughs> you know me, I'm not, I'm not sentimental, and I, I'm like, there should be a much more variety of how these things are structured and their difficulty. You know, you shouldn't just go, oh, well, that's what was back in the day, and that's what people love, so we can't change it. And it's like, it's the same for horizontal shoes, it's the same for you know Japanese RPGs. It's like, it becomes codified that you have, they have to be forty hours long, or that they have to be incredibly difficult, or that they have to have chibi characters, you know, and it's just like. I don't mind there being ones like that, but where are the ones that are taking all the best elements and making something new, you know, and changing it all up? So, yeah, yeah, it's a shame. You should, there should you should, be able to go out there and buy something that fits the bill, basically, and you can't.
1: The, the original Defender, I can still play that.
0: Yeah, I find that really hard, but I, I think it's to do with the momentum. It's really clever. Yeah. I love it, but...
1: I used to play it all the time. It was like one of the only games I had on my Atari. And it's, um, I have tried going back to it and I can't play it, but six-year-old, five-year-old me was really good at Defender. That
0: was an... Considering what the Atari was, that was an amazing port, that was. Yeah. Using the... Because uh, you used the paddle, didn't you? You could use the paddle. Yes. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I can't believe such... It was like 1K or something. I mean, it's still amazing.
1: Uh, no, they would re-release that there. It'll cost 30 quid. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, not for me, those games anymore. But I'll probably at uh, some stage see it in a sale and go, oh, God, I might be better this time. So we'll see. Why not? So moving on. Uh, another game I've been playing. Well, I've been playing a few, uh, but I want to talk about this one specifically. Um, but to lead into it, Check out my review for Remnant 2 on the on the, uh, on the the site. I've done a written review for that that's gone up. Well, it'll be up as of now, um, as you are listening to it, uh, which is a Souls-like, um, looter-shooter-type game. It's really, really good, but stressful. Um, so I needed something that would give me a bit of a relaxing experience, uh, where there was no, whatever, no worries in the game whatsoever so i've been playing sticky business yeah, right which is a casual shop game i want to say um yeah. but, but basically yeah. you make stickers and you sell stickers and that's the game um, nice you more you sell the more money you get the more you unlock the more different types of bits you can use for stickers and uh, people order the stickers and you sell the stickers and uh, you pack it the stickers you could send them out in fancy little boxes uh, you could fill those boxes with other things we've got a little thing where you could put a packet of sweets in the box as well with the stickers that you get with like a lot of these little independent stores and things like that uh, there's no limit into what you could do with the stickers um so you know i made a like a pride based cat type sticker which sold really well um and like you can mess up orders it's like no real trouble for doing so you get told oh you buggered this one up kind of thing that's about mm-hmm. it but um, yeah you you end up just running this this business about making stickers and selling stickers um and there's nothing really to it more than that you get like customers will tell you their stories in in text form and in like reviews and stuff like that of what they bought and it's just it's charming as hell and it's just lovely um you can sit and play it for ages if you just fancy just a quick relaxing break from everything then yeah sure do that build a sticker sell it um I'm trying to elongate this because there's not much else to say, but I really, <laughs> really like it. Uh, the idea of making stickers and packing them and selling them and getting the monies in from them is just great. It's just great. Honestly, it's brilliant. Nice. Yeah. I, I
0: played, Then one of those I've ever played is, is Recetare or Racketare or however it's pronounced, um, if you remember Yes,
1: I, I keep saying Recetare, but oh, yeah, that's a yeah, stone, that isn't makes it? Makes sense.
0: Let's call it that. So, yeah, now that was about what? 12 13 years ago or something so a long Mm. time but uh yeah it was all right yeah not bad they're 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 not intended to be very complicated these things are they they're just they throw yourself they're
1: not they're not but i've played many of these where you end up having to be max the game to get anything out of it so it kind of goes oh you've got to start sending it on now you've got to pay for these and you've got to do this you start getting stressed with it there's none of that here there's just no stress to it whatsoever. Nice, um, And yeah, it's not one of those where it's going, oh, now you're doing this, but you're losing all your money. You're going to go bankrupt. None of it. None of it. And I could appreciate that because there's loads of games that have got resource management and, and try and make you get to a foul state. And they're great. I love those games. I think they are brilliant. They replicate the idea of making your own business really, really well. Yeah. But sometimes I just want to make gay stickers and sell them. Yeah, totally. Who doesn't? Uh, yeah. That could be that could be a review on their box if they want or their whatever their page. Uh sometimes you just want to make a gay sticker and sell it. Yeah, that's true. Um, we all have yeah. that urge. But yeah, I, it's 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 just yeah, I, I just I just really, really like it. I I pop it on for five, ten minutes here and there, do some orders, off you go. Um, I might even start a TikTok shop or so I don't know if that's what people do in it, TikTok shops. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, sell
1: that stuff. I think sure.
0: I'll mostly just <laughs> sell their bodies. I don't understand. I it.
1: have no idea. I have no idea. You can. They usually try and sell fake versions of retro machines and stuff. But anyway, yeah. But this make stickers, sell them. That's it. That's the game. But it's brilliant. Um, highly, highly recommended. And do you know what? Um, I, I did actually realize. So I got a review code for this. I don't actually realize how much it was. It's only eight pound fifty, as well. Nice. Which for what? It's one of those games that will stay on your system and you'll play time to time for years. So, you know, £8.50 and I reckon you'll get years of entertainment out of it, personally. I think that's a really good price for something like this.
0: Yeah, well, it's true that you do get years of entertainment out of sticky business, so, yeah, bad play.
1: I got through that entire thing, that entire thing without making a lewd comment, Stuart.
0: (laughs) You can always rely on me.
1: I'm so proud of myself.
0: You were very mature. I was. Yeah, but uh, low hanging fruit. Let's go go for it.
1: Yeah, low hanging fruit. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, um, lots of stuff coming up, by the way, soon. I've got so, so many games on the go that some I can't talk about yet. Um, (laughs) But I can't wait to talk about, like Vemba. Um, I, I just cannot wait for that one. I think I've got to wait until like the 31st. So next week, I think I could talk about that. Oh, that's good. And I can't, I can't wait um, because I, it might be good. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that might give well, you...
0: It, it sounds like you do know. <laughs> you yes. can't say.
1: But, um, also, I just had an email through. Did you know we're getting a follow-up, I think, or remake or whatever to Broforce?
0: Oh, we really I enjoyed that game. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, Bro Falls Forever. Now, the last game I saw put a forever in its title actually ruined the idea (laughs) of the game, and that was Super Meat Boy Forever. So, you know, yeah, forever at the end of a game generally doesn't, or or a game doesn't usually mean great things, but we'll see. True.
0: Duke Nukem. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I wonder if it is mocking that somewhat, because it's very much a ton-in-cheek game, isn't it?
0: sure is yeah i really i that was the best thing about it i mean it was he was a decent enough you know shooter but um the best thing about it was definitely the the 80s references the cheesy stuff yeah
1: it was good yeah yeah i might i might see if we can get hold of that one 8th of august that comes out it's a devolver game as well why How have i not known this was about
0: I don't know because you normally oh sniffs. because you stand for them so
1: Bro Falls Forever, the long awaited free update to 2015's most patriotic video. It's a free oh. update, that's why. Ah, it's like DLC. Yes. Um, and here we go, look. Breaking news. Uh to celebrate the pending launch, Bro Falls will be available at a recession proof, 80% off on Steam this Sunday. Now it's one of those easy sales I think they could do because I'm sure it's one of those games that everyone owns in some form or another. Yes. And I'm just checking out. Yes, I own it. Um, I've owned it on more than once because I've only played 22 minutes on Steam. Um, so I must own it elsewhere because I've played plenty of that game.
0: I will definitely be buying your date. Uh,
1: but yeah, I might boot that up again and play through that because why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Yeah, thank you, Devolver. You're still one of the good guys. Yep, so far. Um, weirdly slow weeks, Joe, in terms of life um here so i've got really nothing to add uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know what to talk like i feel like i should add something and i don't know what so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be quiet if you've got anything to add or want to talk about please do because i'm ending this show really really badly <laughs> oh, i <know>. uh,
0: like that <laughs> let's keep things uh let's keep things messed up as much as possible because you get bored you know i I don't get
1: bored. <laughs> you do get bored of listening None to of me. me.
0: No, God, no. <laughs> You're not a sort of person you can get bored of, badly. I can say a lot about you, but getting bored of you is not one of the things.
1: <laughs> I get bored
0: of me, so. <laughs> I think everybody who's not a complete narcissist gets bored of themselves. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, you know, a lot's been going on for me. Um, most of it's been, like, worky in some degree. But, I mean, wanting to... I mean. I could quickly talk about Oppenheimer and like, that's kind of interesting. Only in not just like talking about the film which is a good film
1: but... That's the film that hasn't angered Ben Shapiro, isn't that's it? That's the one, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The whole Barbieheimer thing is interesting and it's kind of like there's been a lot of, sort of debate generated around what makes a successful film and the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me at the moment is how nobody in Hollywood seems to learn from their mistakes, and they're they're so far down the route of everything has to have a massive opening weekend for it to make any money that they can't back out of it, and they seem to be intent on their own destruction. Not like you know Oppenheimer and the bomb. So there you go, tied that back. Um, but I, it's just weird, you know, because there's, there's shitloads at the moment around, or maybe I'm just noticing, yeah, uh, you know, about climate change, especially because you know yeah, you know, all the stuff that's going on in Europe, particularly, and all that, and we just as human beings seem completely incapable of making any change that would be beneficial for ourselves. We're like so self destructive to a, such an absurd degree that it's mm. just becoming writ large now. Anyway, that was really broad ramble. I hope it made some sort of sense.
1: It did, uh, um, actually, it has reminded me as well that, uh, um because of talking about Oppenheim, it reminded me of Barbie and it reminded me of Ben, Sheer- ben Shapiro doing his biggest cell phone yet. Um, so if you don't mind indulging me for a couple of minutes. I you? will. So Ben Shapiro is very known for talking about um, how the use of pronouns is bad and blah, 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 and all that. Um, and he says that uh, what defines a woman is having a uterus. Um, so... Uh, Any trans person shouldn't be able to describe themselves as a she or whatever, because you've got to have a uterus to be a woman. So, Ben Shapiro goes to see Barbie, hates it, of course. Piers Morgan hated Barbie as well, by the way. So, if you want to know whether you should go and see Barbie, Shapiro hated it, Morgan hated it, go see it. You're right. Um, But anyway, in his rant, keeps referring to Barbie as a she. Now, the problem with that, Ben... As has been pointed out, is explicitly, apparently in the film, it is mentioned that Barbie and Ken have no genitals. <laughs> Therefore, Barbie has no uterus. Therefore, according to Ben, you cannot refer to Barbie as a she. Yet Ben keeps referring to Barbie as a She despite not having a uterus, but presenting as a woman. So is Ben now saying it's okay to present as a woman, despite not having a uterus, and that's what makes you a woman? Or is Ben Shapiro full of shit as usual?
0: Ooh, that's a toughie. (laughs) I I love the way these right-wing grifters will just, like, pick on any, like, tiny little thing to make a... You know, to make a a platform out of it's the most tenuous kind of oh, I've got a few lolly sticks here that I've been, you know, just finished a few lollies, got a few lolly sticks, I'll build an entire platform off it oh, it's just so crap, it's just it's that grift of we've got to stay in the public consciousness, I've got to to make my money, I've got to be popular and it's just, yeah they're doing it off off pain trying to hurt people and people's ignorance, it's just terrible, but yeah, it's, it's just fantastic that you yeah, know, Barbie is doing so well and making an absolute ton of cash.
1: I know, I really want to go and see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm definitely um, going.
0: We're going this weekend, yeah.
1: But Edith wants to go and see it with some friends of ours who live in Birmingham. Um, but I don't know where that's going to happen, so I don't want to go and see it without Edith having gone to see it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, seeing as we got onto Piers Morgan slightly there, I, I'm, I, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry to bring Piers Morgan into it. But again, it talks about their utter, utter bollocks. Uh, in the World Cup, there is a trans player uh, called Quinn, Canadian. Uh, yeah. Now, you won't have heard much outrage about Quinn because Quinn was born female but identifies as non-binary, presents male, <laughs> I think, in presentation, as you go, but is, yeah, he's a transgender non-binary. That's their identity. They, them, they use. Now, for a long, long time, Right wing grifters, your Piers Morgans, will often go, We can't let trans women into sports, into women's sports because they have an unfair advantage. Bloody, 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 de blah. Trans women should play in men's sports, bloody, 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 blah. Quinn is bull female, is transgender, non binary, presents somewhat male, masculine to a degree. Um, guess what? Piers Morgan doesn't want them doing, does not want them playing female sports. Now, surely, Piers. Surely, you should want them to play in the in the uh, women's World Cup because they are women. They they were called women according to you. They're not. They're transgender. They're non binary. So, but you should want them to play there. Not get angry at the being in the women's World Cup. Is it about protecting women? Is it, is it? Or, you know, are we now talking about that again, all your bullshit is all getting sort of like brought up a bit more? Sure. Because you're also they've all been like all the toilet stuff is really beginning to throw, be thrown back in the grifter faces. Uh, because yeah. now it's been pointed out that you don't want trans women in the bathrooms and you're supposed to, you want to keep them out. So what you're saying is these people who are trans men who look extremely masculine, you're OK for them to go into women's bathrooms because that's what you said it should be. And it's all, all their arguments are coming back at them and they don't know what to do. The right wing grifters. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah,
0: yeah it is. It's, it's just crazy. I saw a TikTok a little while back. Uh, Of a a person who presents as a woman and identifies as a woman, um, but just happens to be, you know, very masculine. I'm doing inverted commas, you know, yeah, 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 in in terms of the way that they present themselves. Absolutely nothing to do with uh, their their pro, you know, their their chosen pronouns or anything like that. Literally, just like, yeah, I'm a woman. I I present as a woman. I've never thought of myself as anything but a woman. Um,
1: what we were traditionally, in the like the previous day, said a butch. Yeah, exactly. Woman. Just yeah. somebody
0: who's fairly, yeah, yeah comparatively, you know, masculine presenting in terms of their choice. And yeah. never, ever been other anything other than a woman to themselves. And they got uh, harassed and thrown out for, for being a man or being like a man in the bathroom. And it's just, again, yeah, purely generated by all this ridiculous hatred. And she's like, look, I'm a woman and you're doing all these things to me. You know, ah, absolutely disgraceful. I like you say, it, none of it makes any sense whatsoever. There's, there's no through line that makes sense. It's just purely generated out of patriarchal fear of losing control, losing power and having to accept people. And it's that thing of, you know, hate, hatred can never create. It can only destroy, you know, it can yeah. only pollute. And um, well, that's what it's doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I find it kind of funny. All you've got to do is wait long enough as well when they destroy themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because everyone's kind of looking, going, uh, Oh, yeah. You're hypocrites. You're just, what? You can't make that argument if that was your previous argument. Everyone's really getting on to them now. Oh, no. I was. I was a very good person today, Joe. I was in the waiting room at the uh, at the foot clinic today, and there were two older people talking about stuff, and it, it got round to Harry Potter, and they were talking about the characters in Harry Potter and everything like that. Yeah. And one of them turned round, they were talking about Voldemort, and like here, and they was like referring to Voldemort was he, and stuff like that, which is fine. And then one of them turned around and went, "Of course, I yeah, we, we think that Voldemort's a man. Voldemort could be a woman." And all loves sitting there going, "No, no, there's no way." Like they said, like like, I thought it was quite Andromeda. So I'm like, no, no, there's no way that J.K. Rowling has written a character that would be just could be any sex. There's no <laughs> way that, that that she has done that whatsoever. And I was really good not to like sort of get involved with the discussion because, yeah, yeah, I know this stuff, but my voice, te- my, my 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 mouth. Words words tend to flow out before I've had time to actually put them in the order, so I sound stupid sometimes. <laughs> uh, but you're really good at deciphering them and putting them in like right order for me.
0: <laughs> no, I think you do yourself a disservice. So I yeah, yeah, you you totally articulate what you mean, and yeah, I know what you mean, uh, particularly around Rowling. You know, it's kind of yeah, no, she's she's an awful person, but I think I think with a lot of these situations, it's because. There's unresolved problems and mental health problems they have themselves. And mm. get the, the positive feedback loop they get from identifying a group of people who always have their back and always support them is something that they lean on. And, you know, I think that happened with Graham Linehan when he's going through his divorce. Um, you know, it's happened with Rowling when she was, you know, identifying things within her writing that, that we don't agree with. Which came from a, a you know a turf background, turf thing of you know feminists are losing the war, they're losing the front. They've you, we've taken so many steps forward, this feels like a huge step back. Which of course is a massive oversimplification of, of what's happened in feminism over the last ten years. Um, so I can see where it comes from, and even though I don't agree with it, I, I understand its root cause. And it would be hmm. so good if if she could understand that root cause and do something about it. You know.
1: Cause, yeah, get some get get some help yeah, get as some well. Help. Learn, yeah. educate. Uh, yeah. mistakes are fine. Just learn from the mistake. There's
0: nobody. There's nobody in their right mind who is out there fuelled fueled entirely by hatred. Who isn't either doing it for money or doing yeah. it because they've got some sort of break, some sort of mental health issue. They're the, they're the yeah. only reasons that it ever happens. And, you know, you can see it with Kanye, like, completely consumed by his by his issues. And you can see it by, yeah. you know, Piers Morgan, who's cons- completely consumed by power and money. Yeah, it's it's the biggest red flag ever. If you ever find yourself sided with somebody you hate, then you, you're you in the wrong. It's that simple.
1: Yeah, I have a quick look at, at what you're doing. Uh, most people can find their way out. Uh, right before we do and I do shut up I do want to touch on we're not going to talk about it this week because we don't know enough information yet uh, but Shahada um many people probably still only know her as Sinead O'Connor passed away this past week um, and she was suffering from a lot of mental health issues um, we don't know what the cause of death was um, we're not going to comment on any of that this week until we know more uh, but I do want to point out she was an amazing woman who, who gave up who was willing to like end her own career for the protection of of, of children um, and for doing what was right and yeah she deserves to be remembered but you know we will talk about her i imagine in a later episode where we know more about why she passed what caused her passing but it's terribly terribly sad and faults with those who love her
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i only found out when when we found out about her her sad death i only found out that she'd lost her son a few years ago as well which is terribly Mm. sad and uh, it just seems like a life that was filled with a lot of challenge and difficulty and it goes to show that doesn't matter how famous you are or or popular rich or you know, what a celebrity, you know, if you if you're if you've got problems internally, then it's gonna be a tough life. And yeah, so 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 sad, so talented and so obviously caring about people outside of her own circle as well that yeah, it's it's a real loss.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I said we will talk about it more down the line, uh, but just not yet because we'll be speculated and I don't wanna do speculation. Um so with that being said i'll shut up there, Stu. take us out
0: i will yeah so hopefully you've all had a good weekend a good week to come enjoy the weekend and as usual follow us on all the socials make sure you join our discord if you want to chat and apart from that stay safe and stay safe